0: Welcome everyone. For those of you who haven't attended one of these weekly of C sessions that we do, the idea is that, you know, we at Islamic Finance Guru, we talk a lot about making money and talking a lot about wealth. And when you talk about topics like these, it's very easy for your iman, to get worn out and so it's really important for us to make sure that we have a counterpoint every week you know as much as we can where we are making sure that we are resetting our spirituality because ultimately what's the point of asking questions like someone did in the chat here about you know is crypto halal you know the reason why you care about that is because you are a Muslim and you want to do what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants so sometimes you know we end up focusing on the crypto bit or the investment bit as opposed to the halal bit so these These are reset sessions for that. So what we do with these tafaseer is we go through the Qur'an and we look at some of the key verses that, not all verses, but some of the key verses that talk about themes that are relevant for investment, finance, careers, personal finance, topics that we talk about very regularly. And the topic for today, the verse for today, is the 85th verse of Surah Nisa. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says in the Qur'an, بَعْدَ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ minha minha Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says whoever intercedes for a good cause will have a share in the reward. And whoever intercedes for an evil cause will have a share in the burden. And Allah is watchful over all things. Now, this verse, you know, the way that we do these tafsir sessions, or really they should possibly called tadabbur sessions, is we reflect upon what some of the tafsir have said, but also how this applies to our day-to-day lives. And obviously, really high level, there are many, many ahadith that talk about how, you know, if you intercede on behalf of someone, if you intercede for someone, you will gain the reward of that intercession. And yet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he shall decide whatever he wills by the word of his Prophet. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he is saying, in a nutshell, rather uncontroversially, that if you are going to encourage or you are going to facilitate or you are going to push someone towards doing something that is a good thing then you will share at least somewhat in the reward for that and similarly if you are pushing someone or encouraging someone or nudging someone in the direction of something that is not good then obviously you know you will have at least some of the burden to share from that Now, the key thing that I took away from this that made it pretty interesting for me was that in this day and age that we live in, we are constantly sharing things that we are engaged in. For example, if anyone is listening on the Telegram group or on the Instagram or you might be listening afterwards on the podcast, this could be something that perhaps some of you might share. And this sharing functionality, this concept of sharing that we have embedded within the 21st century digital landscape that we live in. We do it very, sometimes I would say frivolously, we don't really give it much import we will casually share something here put a like on a post here we might you know send a wave or an emoji or something over there we might happily recommend a product over here you know some an app or a fintech app might say if you recommend five of your friends we'll bump you up the list or if you do this we'll do that and we'll happily do something all of those things without thinking with any level of rigor about what exactly it is that we're doing and actually this is something that you know we should give some thought to because if we are because we've been trained into thinking about our contribution to the actions of others as something that is quite frivolous or something that is quite low level or something that isn't to be respected or something that really isn't connected to us in some way but allah swt, on the other hand is saying no this is actually something pretty serious whoever intercedes for a good cause will have a share in the reward and whoever intercedes for an evil cause will have a share in the burden and allah is watchful over all things and in that context you know when now we are thinking with our tiktok instagram social media youtube linkedin all of this hat on now we read that we think oh blimey this is actually you know something that is very relevant to what we think what we are experiencing today in a hadith ibn majah uh, and he says whoever helps in the killing of a muslim even by a part of a word will face allah with a sign written on his forehead in between his eyes this man is deprived from the mercy of allah so this is a hadith that shows how you know that causal link between an action and you has a direct implication You know, if you are judged as a good person Or if you are judged as someone who has done a good deed or a bad deed And I think, you know, there's many other hadith out there as well So Allah keeps helping his servant for as long as he keeps helping his brother So this idea of reward or this idea of Allah not helping you When you are helping someone else This advocacy or this ta'awun is equally important in both a good respect and a bad respect. So Allah wa ta'ala and the Prophet, peace be upon him, they give multiple hadith or verses of the Qur'an where we talk about both of these angles. And really the final point that I wanted to make, and we like to try and keep these sessions pretty short, really the final point that I wanted to make was, right now we're living in the two-week period of COP26, Pretty much everyone will have heard of it. None of you will have missed it if you read the news. It's this big climate change conference that is happening uh, where 25,000 people are descending on Glasgow and they're discussing about the way the world is and how we can try and reverse climate change, which will lead to some kind of catastrophe if we don't. And what we realize very clearly during this these two weeks is how money and influence has such a vital role to play when it comes to the real world outside, you know, that we live in. And we as individuals sometimes feel really weak in terms of, well, how can we contribute to what's going on? But actually, all of us as individuals, our wealth is combined together into large pools worth billions and billions of pounds. Our money is combined together in the taxation that then becomes the government's money that they then deploy into various different avenues. Our money that we spend on goods is the money that then lubricates the entire economy. So we have three different avenues in which we contribute to these deep pools of capital that ultimately determine how the future of the world will look. So we've got taxation, we've got our personal investments, and then we've got our spending as well. And We as Muslims uh, need to be incredibly conscious, not just for climate change, which I think is incredibly important right now, but also more broadly about the wider political landscape or the wider Muslim Ummah lens that we want to attach to our eyes. So, you know, and I challenge myself on this, if we think that what is happening to let's say the Palestinians is unacceptable or what is happening to the Uyghurs is unacceptable or what has happened over the last couple of decades in Iraq and Afghanistan and Syria or Yemen or many other places. We feel hugely passionate about these topics but often what we fail to realize is that it's our money that has actually facilitated all of those things or many of those things to take place. Because many of us, our money, our pension money will be sat in those kind of companies that were directly beneficiaries and actually contributing to those wars or those kind of really bad outcomes. Now, on the other hand, there are ways where we can be really impactful. That's a way that our money could have Inadvertently or ignorantly, of, because of our ignorance, would have ended up contributing to ill, contributing to evil. But on the other hand, if we are clever and proactive about where we deploy our money, then I think we can really effectively bring about the world that we want to see. So, and I think in particular, when you think about investing in companies either via Sharia compliant debt or equity, and genuinely, this is not because we do a lot of this from an investing perspective, but really, you know, sincerely, I think that that is actually the way that you can create really seismic shifts in the world. Like if you look at the companies that have very quickly, you know, changed the way the world works... Companies like Meta or Facebook, um, as it was previously called, or Google, or Amazon, or even BP and Shell, or, you know, Schroders, all of these companies, perhaps not Schroders, but all of these companies, many of them, they actually came about in the last few decades. And they've had a huge, massive impact on the way the world is. So if we can back Muslims and we ourselves, all of us who are listening to this, if we can descend into the playing field of entrepreneurship and the playing field of innovation and trying to progress the world, then we can actually directly make sure that our energies and our monies are contributing towards the betterment of the world. And to me, I feel that that's probably the most proximate way, that's the closest way that we can have a really outsize impact as ordinary people at this moment in time. And then I think there are multiple other things that we can do. first I think we should do really practically is make sure that our pensions and investments are not doing bad stuff. The other thing that we should do is make sure that from a taxation perspective, we are alive to key policy things that we would like to happen. And then we are advocating and lobbying for those things as well. um, So that our tax money is actually going to things that we really care about. And then finally, you know, we want to think about impact and, you know, what I've been talking about as well. With that, I'll wrap up. If anyone has any comments on the Telegram groups, or you know, if you want to add a comment on the Instagram live feed, then please feel free to. I'll stick around for a few seconds and love to hear your comments. If you got this far, you must have enjoyed the podcast, which means you'll definitely love our other episodes and other content we produce as well, inshallah. Be sure to check out the website islamicfinanceguru.com as well as our YouTube channel and social media. Until next time, assalamu alaikum.